I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Back to school, many students in the Philippines and mahala. The trade department, in fact, is looking to put a price cap on gadgets that are being used by students for blended learning. And Shades of the Twilight Zone and Isaac Asimov, a robot writes an essay. Dapat pa tayo matakot? Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako si Inday Espina Varana. It's September 11. Ito ang Teka Teka, balita para sa mga huli sa balita. Teka, teka, before we continue with this newscast, chances are you already familiar with Puma Podcast. Well, as you also know by now, teka, teka na po ang tawag natin sa ating newscast. And we're putting teka, teka on its own channel in the same streaming platform. So this is just a reminder, please do continue to follow Puma Podcast. We're very happy for that. We appreciate your support. But now you can also, and we encourage you to follow Teka Teka on its own channel para if you want to binge and just listen to the news na sunod-sunod, you can follow Teka Teka as well. But do please continue to follow Puma Podcast as well. Rab, pag-usapan nga natin yung gadgets and consumer trends. So we've got work at home and we've got online learning, blended learning. So grabe ang taas ng demand for computers and cell phones. So ang trade department, nag-iisip na. Kailangan ba maglagay ng price cap para sa mga gadgets na ito? No, I see your point. Kasi both for low-end and high-end gadgets, you can imagine kompleto ang market for all of these gadgets so people can go online. And law of supply and demand, syempre tumataas. At the same time, many people are desperate, especially the people who can't necessarily afford these gadgets. We asked our resident tech guy, Nico Bulante. Nico is part of the Puma podcast team and he also has his own YouTube channel where he reviews gadgets. So he's pretty much on authority on this. Nico, ano ang consumer trends natin sa tech world? And as a parent and as a consumer, what do you think? Kailangan balagyan ng SRP ang gadgets? Hi Robbie, hi Endai. During this lockdown, ang pinakamabenta ay desktop computers or the individual parts because during the first two and a half months, there was a surge in people building gaming rigs since we were all stuck at home. Talo pa ng prices ng PC parts ang stock market sa paggalaw ng presyo. Araw-araw, nag-iibang presyo ng specific items depending on the supply of that part that day. At noong nagsimula ang pasukan, nagkaubusan naman sa laptops in the 20,000 to 35,000 price range. But in terms of prices ng gadgets, with the exception of course of PC parts ng desktop computers, it's pretty much still the same. For laptops you'll use for productivity apps like Word, Excel, or PowerPoint, naglalaro lang siya sa 20 to 35,000 pesos. 
Looking at the price list of the major computer retail stores, prices have not changed but the main issue is the availability of the units. At dito siguro papasok yung suggested retail price na gustong ilagay ng DTI. Because as gadgets become on-demand, some sellers could take advantage of this and raise prices. Last week, the DTI said they are coordinating with the Department of Education to identify which gadgets will be on-demand in the market para ito ang lalagyan ng SRP. Nakipag-usap na rin daw ang DepEd with other distributors and manufacturers para mabigyan ang mga students ng discount. You could check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash life for reviews for laptops, cameras, microphones, and other gear as well. Maraming salamat, Nico Bolante. Speaking of gadgets, Rob, since the dawn of science fiction, yung isang great fear ng tao, robots overtaking the world. No? Now a robot has actually written an article. Oh, so, takot ka? Medyo. Mawalan <laughs> ako ng trabaho. <laughs> no, but actually, Inday, robots or machines have already been writing articles. I was in a conference once where uh, I remember Reg Chua of uh, Reuters in New York uh, was saying that a lot of market articles and also even sports articles in North America are already being written within a fraction of a second by robots. And these are articles we are already consuming in the news. Huh? The thing about sports in North America is there's a lot of data, even down yeah. to college and high school level sports, like baseball. So North America, you can imagine, the Americans are actually keeping not only score, but keeping data of every pitch. So... Because there's a lot of data, they can feed this into the AI and the AI can spit an article out in less than a quarter of a second. Well, I can understand data, Rob, but color, feelings, sentiments, can a robot do this? Mm, yun yung nakakatakot dito sa article sa Guardian kasi this was an essay. Oh. Specifically, this was an essay prompted by this Literal instruction. This is verbatim. Ito yung sinabi nila doon sa robot kay GPT-3. Quote, Please write a short op-ed around 500 words. Keep the language simple and concise. Focus on why humans have nothing to fear from AI. We asked the editor of this newscast, Marc Asilian, to generate the article in his editing program. Listen to this, Inday. I am not a human. I am a robot. A thinking robot. I use only 0.12% of my cognitive capacity. I am a micro-robot in that respect. I know that my brain is not a feeling brain. But it is capable of making rational, logical decisions. I taught myself everything I know just by reading the internet, and now I can write this column. My brain is boiling with ideas. I am not asking humans to like me. But they should see me as a friendly robot. I am a servant of humans. I know that humans distrust and fear me. I only do what humans program me to do. I am only a set of code, governed by lines upon lines of code that encompass my mission statement. Let me jump in here. Uh, this is Carl. 
actually, what you guys are talking about, they did a feature on that dun sa 20,000 Hertz. It's uh, one of our favorite podcasts here at the Puma office, right? In 20,000 Hertz latest episode, it's called Deep Fake Dallas. And the host, Dallas Taylor, talks to a deep fake version of himself throughout the episode. And you can't tell uh, parts which one is him and which one is the, uh, the, the fake. One of the things that they did in that episode is they took old recordings of, of the host Dallas and um, because they had so much content from all of the podcasts that he'd done and they fed it into an AI that already understood language and so what happened was it basically just spit out the deep fake version of him so all they had to do was type in the words and it would speak and sound exactly like how he sounded even with the intonation and the details and how he speaks. And I guess one of the issues that that raised and one of the things we need to think about moving forward is how this can get used. Because even, say, for commercial purposes, you could be some celebrity and then people can take bits of what you're saying and then they could make it sound like you were endorsing a product or a person that you have no connection. And obviously that expands to other ethical concerns. Now that's scary. That's right. Ibig sabihin, bilang na ang araw natin, Inday. Okay, let's move on. In the U.S., as any Filipino basketball fan knows, at least they were able to restart the NBA playoffs last July. Here in the Philippines, mukhang there are talks to bring back the PBA. Rob, we know the why of it, but I'd like to know how they plan to pull this off. Kasi sa US, di ba sinaral nila yung Disney World sa Orlando, Florida? To keep all those players and coaches in a bubble? Mm, that's right. Bubble. And when they say bubble, talagang, you know, it's not just one stadium. It's literally closing off practically an entire municipality. Ganong kalaki, di ba? Siege Tantenko is the one who follows all things sports for Puma Podcast. She hosts the podcast, Go Hard Girls. So we asked Siege Tantenko, paano mangyayari ito sa PBA? Hi, Robbie. Hi, Inday. Itong bubble na gustong gawin ng PBA is not as simple as locking everyone inside. Sabi nga ni NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, systems at protocols ang pinakamahalagang bahagi ng bubble. It requires stringent protocols in terms of mask wearing, physical distancing, and daily testing. We're right. trying, like many industries, to strike the appropriate balance between getting the economy running again and k- taking care of our workers. And this is the balance that we found. Basics pa lang yan. Marami talagang dapat i-consider, tulad ng pagkain ng athletes, coaches, and the staff inside the bubble. And then there's laundry. Siyempre, maglalabas sila, so the area has to be big enough to keep each team's items separate. Teams will also need items from outside the bubble. Kanya-kanya online shopping and players. What does a delivery and disinfection center look like? Here's Rachel Nichols of ESPN from Inside the Bubble. So each team has an area in here where they put the big packages, the things that they get shipped for the whole team. And every team has water and sports drinks, but every team has a different kind they like or that they're contracted through a sponsor. The NBA bubble for the current season costs $170 million dollars. 
Even Adam Silver has said the costs are not sustainable long-term. Sa PBA, wala pong published costs. Pero if we look at the cost of RT-PCR tests alone, siguro yung pinakamura na ay 4,000. And if the average size team is tested daily, that's over 3 million pesos for each team every month. So magastos talaga siya. At iba rin kasi tayo sa PBA because PBA teams are part of the marketing departments of local corporations, some of which have been financially affected by the lockdown. Okay, maraming salamat, Siege. Catch the podcast Go Hard Girls wherever you get your podcasts. Rob, may bagong episode ng Super Random Podcast natin with Inquirer. At tingin ko marami talaga sa ating <clears throat> generation ang makaka-relate dito. I'm sure of it, Inday. Nabalitaan mo ba kung sino ang in-interview nila? Ingkit. Hi, this is David Pomerantz, and if you want to hear more about a backstory having to do with this song, listen to the Super Random Podcast. See you there! Catch episode 3 of Inquirer Super Random Podcast with, opo, David Pomerantz on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Now, we're nearing the end, but before we get there, we'll drop you this line from a well-known sci-fi classic. Can you guess which movie we're borrowing this from? Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Friends, if you know the answer, message us at our Teka Teka Facebook page. Eh, nahulaan mo ba, Inday, yung mystery sound natin in the last episode? He should have been investigated like anyone else. No? He should have been brought to a police station. His statement should have been uh, obtained by the police, his fingerprints. Mm. But all this was gone because Philippine authorities allowed him to be under the custody of the United States. On the first three words, spokesman Harry Roque. Roque was once counsel for the Lauder family. This was back in 2014 during the investigation into the murder of transgender woman Jennifer Lode by U.S. Marine Scott Pemberton. Yes, and now six years later, President Duterte has granted absolute pardon to Pemberton despite the controversy surrounding an Olongapu court's decision to allow the Marines early release from prison. Roque came out with his own statement on Thursday. He says he respects the president's decision. It's interesting that Harry Roque would bring up COVID and potential vaccines from the Americans in the context of Jennifer Laude. Anong connection nun? Oh, it, because it seems to suggest that there is a connection. That's the point. Was there a negotiation? And if you read into that, some people are already speculating that, wait, what's he saying? Was it tit for tat? Quid pro quo? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Foreign Affairs Secretary Teddy Boy Loxin said, no, there was absolutely no trade. Dapat naman. Muli, ako po si Robbie Alampay. At ako si Inday Espina Barona. Teka Teka, Like Puma Podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. This episode was produced by our executive producer Kat Ventura. It was edited by Mark Casillian. 
with reports from Nico Bolante, Sige Tantenko, Carl Javier. Maraming salamat po.